Welcome to the 30-Minute Hour. It's the weekly podcast where we discuss business, sports, politics, and whatever's on our mind. I'm your host, Eric Twiggs. I'm your procrastination prevention partner, and I'm also the author of The Discipline of Now, 12 Practical Principles to Overcome Procrastination. <laughs> Joining me as always is Ted Fells, who every week he gets a chuckle when I mention my book. It's like he hears it for the first time. It's always new to him. Ted Fells is the super CEO. He's the business strategist extraordinaire and all-around good guy. Good evening, all. All right. Good evening, all. Yeah, that's what I got today. Good evening, all. <laughs> yeah, and I've thought about that all day. What am I going to say at this point in the show? And I decided, good evening, all. So you planned, prepared, that's took right. notes, Absolutely. and good evening, all is what you came that's up with. That's what I came up with. Okay, I got you. Stick it to that. Hey, it, it works. Okay. It's simple. I'm excited about this show tonight. Yeah, it's exciting. Oh, exciting time. Because this is a special show today. Yes. For sure. Yeah. So, Britton Smith, our Renaissance man, the man who refuses to be pigeonholed, will not be joining us tonight. Had a birthday over the weekend. Try it. Went to the fight. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Britton's doing big things. Absolutely. He can remember all of that except the time he's supposed to be on the show every, yeah. every Monday. I was at the cinema. Uh-huh. Tags are called every weekend. Because the time doesn't change. Like We, no. we don't switch up for no. anything like Not that. Like we're doing it on Tuesday, right. Thursday, uh-huh. Monday, same time. But happy birthday, Brit. All right. I know you'll be listening to this. Oh, I'm sure. So hopefully he appreciates all this love we're giving him right about now. Absolutely. Yeah. The baby in the bunch. That's right. The millennial. That's right. Uh Uh-huh. Well, this is not your everyday podcast, as you'll soon find out. For those of you listening and watching for the first time, but you can find us. On our Facebook page, you can find us on our Instagram page, you can go to iTunes, you can go to YouTube and just type in the 30 minute hour and there you'll find us. And shout out to our photographer extraordinaire, Trey Trey Young. Trey, Trey, come around and let him see you, man. Yeah. People see Trey. This guy's good right here. Trey is doing big things, let me tell you. Professional right here, just professional. How's it going, Trey? Good. How's business? Swell. Swell. Business is swell. <laughs> Just remember that. You know business is going well when it's swell. Well is not enough. It's swell. How books are there? Swell. It's swell. That says it all. That's right. That says it all. So, yeah, definitely make sure you support uh, yes. Support Trey. Yes. Go to Instagram, Ken Young Photography. You can follow him there and make sure you get in contact with him and have him video or take pictures of your next big event. That's right. Thank you, Trey. Thank you. All right. Well, Ted, this is there's something that's on my mind. All right. All right. What's on your mind, Eric? And it ties into our guest who is sitting beside us. We'll, we'll introduce her in just a second. But it really is something that I've been thinking about. And it's all about the law of the bamboo tree. Hmm. That's right. The law of the bamboo tree. So imagine you're planting this bamboo tree. It's a Chinese bamboo tree. And and they grow a little different from the other trees that are out there. So it's pretty interesting. So, So let's say, so you plant the seed... 
you water it, you, you fertilize it for an entire year, nothing happens. Because mm. that's just how the bam Chinese bamboo Chinese trees bamboo grow. Tree. Okay. First year, absolutely nothing happens. So you repeat the process the second year. Still don't see any results. Mm. Year three comes around. You haven't given up on that tree? You haven't given up yet. Okay. You may feel like giving up, okay. but, but you haven't given up yet, are. right? Okay. So you begin the same steps. You're watering, you're fertilizing, but you see no evidence that you're making progress. Mm. You see no evidence. You know, people, people are laughing at you because mm. you're telling them that you're planting this tree and nobody yeah. sees a tree. Wow. Right? It's crazy. It's frustrating. Mm -hmm. so let's fast forward. Now you're in year five. And it starts, you're continuing to do the right thing. You're planting, you're fertilizing, you're watering, but still, doesn't look like you're making any progress. Mm. I mean, yeah, have you ever felt like you were just planting a bamboo tree oh, as you're going about your life? Yeah, absolutely. It doesn't seem like you're making progress, even though you're doing the right things. Mm -hmm. So then get this, then halfway through the fifth year, everything changes. Mm -hmm. Suddenly, the tree sprouts, it grows 90 feet in six weeks. Wow. You look like an overnight success. If somebody just rolls up on you, says, oh man, you got lucky with planting that tree. Yeah. But they don't they didn't see the hope, they didn't see everything you went through. Mm. And that's all about the law of the bamboo tree. And I know Ted, you're like, Eric, this is great. Thanks for sharing. But how do I maximize? The law of the bamboo tree. Eric, this is great. Thanks for sharing. How do I maximize the law of the bamboo tree? That's it. I knew you were sitting That's on the edge saying. of your seat. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Here's the key. You know, this is that point, point in the show where you got to pull over to the side of the road. Pull over. Because it's real important. You know, That's you right got to just stop what you do. I know you're in the gym and, you know, you're on the... the the ad machine, yeah, yeah. you gotta stop for a yeah, second. Yeah, you've been crunching it out. You've been crunching, you get, 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 right, right, take man, your place. You gotta okay. stop. Right, you gotta stop. Okay. Here's how you maximize the law of the bamboo tree mm. you have to trust the process. Mm. Hmm. That's it. You simple to, as that. As simple as that. You have to trust the process. No, it's simple, but it's not easy. Okay. And so, because this is my struggle. <laughs> Join the <club>. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Just trust the, the process. Right. It Close. sounds great when yeah. you're listening to a podcast. Oh, it does. Right? Oh, that's it. As simple as that. Trust the process. Right. Oh, yeah. Just trust the process. Yeah. But it, it, it's hard to wait. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. This just kind of hit me as we were sitting here. Mm -hmm. the, the problem, that I think the challenge why people can't trust the process is because things come to you in seed form. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't get a full-blown Chinese... That, that's what I want. I want a right. full-grown tree. You're going to put the tree in right. the ground, and you're good. Right. If you say you're going to give me a tree, just give me the full-grown tree. It. That's it. But it doesn't work that way. No. You're giving it, you're giving it in seed form. Okay. Seed form. Okay. And, and you have to do the work mm. and have the faith that it's going to grow. Right. You know, it's like a book. We, we were talking about It's like a book. Yeah. You know, you don't just get a national bestseller. No. No. You get a book that you have to work. Yeah. You're given a seed. You're given an opportunity that you have to step out in faith mm. and maximize. Mm. And trust the process. Mm. So I'm like I'm talking to myself right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but it, it applies to, to a lot of different things. I know we've got followers that feel like they're 
planting their own Chinese bamboo tree. Yeah. You know, and it's not going right. And people are saying, you know, why are you doing that? You know, why don't you just give it up? Why don't you just let it go? It's obviously, but that's not the case. And, and sometimes you think maybe I'm on the wrong track or maybe I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. That's not the case. It's just not your season. Yeah. It's not your due season. Yeah, it's tough because you'll see other people. Right. And it seems like that tree is just taken off for them. Exactly. Right, but a friend told me one time, he said, uh, you know, it's your journey. Everybody has their own journey. Right. right. So just because you see someone else, you don't know what they went through. Mm-hmm. Right. You think you know. Right. right. But you just see, you know, the results of it. So right. your process is your process. And you made it come along in year five. Mm. Just when everything was starting to bloom, but you didn't see them one through four when they were ready to give up. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's your due season. You know, when it's your due season, you'll get the promotion. Mm. You just have to trust the process. When it's your due season, you'll launch the business. You trust the process. When it's your due season, your book sales will pick up and take off and go to the next level. You'll be doing like 17 city tours and. Mm. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. Mm. You know, speaking of 17 city tours, and speaking of trusting the process, yeah. I think this is the perfect time to introduce our guest. Oh. The perfect time, because she, oh. she helps people through her books to trust the process. This is my homegirl. Is you your homegirl? Oh, this is my homegirl. So I'm right. excited about this. I'm gone. Exciting time. Yeah, absolutely. It's not your everyday podcast. Trust the process with my Trust the girl. process. That's what you got to say. So she's the author of Standing on the Word of God mm. and Not My Stilettos. Mm. Mm. We got to talk to her about that title. <laughs> get, get the backstory behind that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the founder of Still in One Piece Foundation. Mm. She's the founder of Godly Chicks Youth Group. Mm. She's from Arlington, Virginia, lives in Kennesaw, Georgia. She's about to embark on a 17-city book tour called the Moving Pin Workshop. Hmm. And she's got some upcoming book projects she's going to share with us. She's going to help people to stand on the word of God. Hmm. Please join me in welcoming to the 30-minute hour, Cindy Collins Eisler. Hey, everybody. Thank you for having me. All right. Welcome to the 30 Minute Hour. Thank you. I'm glad to be oh, here. Girl. All right. Hercules, Hercules. Yes, yes. Hercules. So, so let's get to it. What is it? I'm just really curious to hear the backstory. Because usually, if you write a book about standing on the Word of God, it's not like you you just you're telling somebody what you heard. Right, you you had to have experienced something to get you to that point. So, yeah. so talk to us about what inspired you to write this book. First of all, I never knew that I would be an author. Mm. I never, I just, I, I did not know I would write a book. Mm-hmm. And the word book literally just started dropping in my spirit. That one word, book. Wow. And I'm like, book. And I put, heard it for a little while. Then it went away, came back. Because first of all, when God puts something inside of you, he's not going to let you let it go. Mm-hmm. It's going to be something that's going to keep you up at night. It's going to be something that's constantly on your mind. I don't care what it is. He's not going to let you let it go. So that book, the word book, was just, it was just kept falling. And my dad died in 2014, and when mm-hmm. he passed, he has a friend um, in Florida. She's a first lady in Florida. And every time she would talk to me after that, and she knew nothing about the word book. 
but she would say to me, have you started writing a book yet? Mm. I said, I'm not writing a book. And she was like, no, you are going to write a book. I said, no, I'm not. You know, they just won't let me just, they won't let me be. You're telling me what to do. No, I'm not. But she didn't know anything about that. And so finally, at some point in time, you got to be obedient to what God has put inside of you. Mm. You, you, you have to, you know, unless you want to be pregnant all your life because he's impregnated you with something and he's trusting you with something. So eventually I bought my um, my notebook and I said, but when I get ready to write, I'm going to have this notepad. Had it, eventually started writing, and you and I were talking before the show, and mm-hmm. I said the enemy just started coming and coming and coming, you know, because when you're in the will of God and you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, the enemy is mad. Mm-hmm. He's pissed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's easy to do what's wrong, <laughs> you know. He, he's not going to ride your back that hard but when you're in the will of God. And I was just talking, I said, I had like three hospital visits in less than 24 hours mm-hmm. where wow. my blood pressure was over 200. Mm-hmm. Wow. And they're like, your, your, your test are fine. I looked at them and I said, I could have told you that. Mm-hmm. But when you know where your ta- uh, uh, tax are coming from, and I knew, mm-hmm. I knew, and, and I said, also told you, I said, you know what, it's funny because sometimes I don't want to do things because the enemy has a way of trying to stop you and slow you up. So with the other stuff I have coming up, it's like the other books of adversity. Oh, my God. Adversity is just swarming at me mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm just like, no, I'm a winner, and I'm winning, and I'm going to continue to win. So standing on the word of God, that is, you know, how I live my life with all my flaws and imperfections. We're all God's masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And you have to know that. You have to see yourself the way God sees you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what does God say? But God says you are his masterpiece. Mm-hmm. He is the potter and we are the clay. We are on that wheel. He has, he has to keep, we have to stay on that wheel, okay? And he has to keep his hands on us for the shaping, the making, the molding, you know? And it's not saying we're not going to have no cracks. Right. You know? Right. Some people got 5,000. Some people got 500. Some people got five. Why'd you start with me with the cracks, though? It's kind of like... <laughs> I didn't do that. And, and you're a homegirl, but you ain't supposed to be putting that all out about... <laughs> some people have a lot of cracks, kids. <laughs> family, business, and house. You started Ted, with you know anybody the whole a lot time of cracks? you just start with Eric. You know, I had the book thing going. Both of y'all got books. You had the book thing going. I get it. But then when it's crack time... Then, no. oh, you know, some people got 15,000 cracks over here like this. No. <laughs> Speaking of cracks. Right, right. Just really? I don't know. You're not used to I love you. You're good. I, 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 that's I, just I, how my hand moves. All right. All right. So, you know, just, just um, we all have it. And, and it's funny, real quick story. Um, I had went to Florida. I had spoken at a women's conference. And what... Um, God had given her was talking about the potter and the clay. Mm. And I'm like, didn't want to go. Mm. I'm resisting. And she's like, she didn't even ask me. She told me I was coming. And I'm like, no, I'm not. She's like, you are coming. And I went and I spoke. And I was like, God, what do you want me to tell your people? Mm. Oh, my God, because you knew I didn't want to go. What do you want me to tell your people? Something said, I got online. And I started eventually Googling, Googling how to do pottery. And one of the things that I kept hearing was for the clay, how important it was for the clay to stay in the center of the wheel. It was very important for the clay to stand in the center of the wheel. So as I was doing that, I heard, Cindy, go take a pottery class. So I shifted. I Googled pottery classes, called the lady on the phone, she, and I was telling her what I wanted to come in, and she says, well, okay, but your clay is not going to be hard. It's going to be soft. I said, no, I needed to be hard because I needed to go through the fire, just like we go through the fire. Mm. So as I went to this class, it was the most difficult class. 
it's very hard to keep the clay in the center of the wheel. Y'all gotta go take one to understand what I'm saying. Mm. You're using the, the, your, um, the pedal, that your hands are dirty and filthy. The clay, I went in there looking halfway cute. I didn't go in there with pottery clothes on. And I'm sitting there, I'm trying to just keep it in the center, and it was so difficult. Mm. And I remember taking that clay and literally throwing it down. Mm. And I looked at it and I said, oh my God, that's us, a mess. Mm. A mess. And then eventually, after a while, I was like trying to get it together. And then I had to leave the clay. Okay, so you got it has to go through, Kim has to go through all that type of stuff. During those times, some people feel like God has abandoned them. Mm. But he hasn't. It's part of the process. Mm. And so when you go through that fire, you're going to come out more durable, more pliable, more teachable. You're, you're going to come out. Mm. So it's interesting you say that the it wouldn't stay in the center. It's oh, kind of like us. We won't. We don't. Yeah. We don't. We won't. You know, maybe for a little bit, but then you off on your own excursions. Right. You know? So it is. It's very important that we stay in the center of the wheel so that God can keep his hands on us. Mm. It's, it's, I'm not saying that's easy because it's not. We're all flawed, more than rendered less than perfect. Right. Mm. And I can't imagine if I was perfect, guess what? Would you need them if you were perfect? No. Mm. Would you need them? Mm. Trey, would you need them? I wouldn't need them. Mm. And I can't imagine not needing them. I can't imagine not having them in my life. So it's like you try to do, it's like being a better version of you every single day. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, God, I'm going to try to stay right here in the center. But you know what? When we go on the office, like, and things started falling apart, blah, blah, blah. Where are you? Where are you? You feeling by yourself? You feeling alone? Why? Check your location because the word of God says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Mm-hmm. So check your location because I guarantee you he is right wherever you left him at. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's profound. So, so how, how exactly did you come up with the title, though, as far as with the stilettos? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I have a 27-year-old and a 24-year-old, Cameron, in London. When Cameron was a toddler, I remember talking to a family friend, and I remember just a conversation, and I said to her, the devil is mad because I'm standing on the word of God. That's what I said. The devil's mad because I'm standing on the word of God. That was that. Years went by, and she said, well, I thought that was the title of your book. I was like, girl, I'm not writing a book. And she was like, no, you are. I said, no. And we, we left it at that. More years, I mean, by. Cameron's 27. Mm-hmm. So more time went by. And when the word book started falling in my spirit, it's like that's what came to me. But the devil is mad because I'm standing on the word. I was like a little lengthy. So when I shared it with my son, he was like, Ma, no, that's too long. So Cameron was standing on the word of God. But that's where that title came back mm-hmm. from, from 20-something years ago. It was just something that I just I just stood on, you know, because the devil is mad because we do stand on the word of God because God has made us promises because He doesn't lie to us. The enemy is cunning; he's a liar, he's deceitful. He out to get you. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's like you know what? I'd rather be on Team Jesus versus over here. I'd rather be over here winning mm-hmm. versus over here because I know this guy over here wants the best for me versus this one over here. Right, right. And this one over here offers us. Blessings and curses. You got blessings and curses. Life and death. Any, many, mighty, mo. It's on you. Hmm. Okay. So, is there a target audience for the book? No, it really isn't. Like, like everybody, it, like like my youth. Mm-hmm. They call me Monsanti. You know, they have my book. You know, um, senior citizens. I mean. You just have men. Men have bought my book. Porky just booked, picked up a bunch of books from, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just no, it's not. And the other ones to come, 
it's you know it's not really for anybody. Somebody might think it's for women because it's say stilettos. Yeah. You know, stand on your rock ports, whatever. And your George, whatever. And your right. Tim's. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Right, right. No, just stand. Just stand on the word of God. It's for mm. all of us. Okay. It's for all of us. So, so what are some practical things that people are going to just walk away with after they read your book? Knowing that God has made you a bunch of promises hmm. and that, like, well, this book, Standing on the Word of God um, and Not My Stilettos, this one talks about things like how your words have power, life and death are in the power of the tongue. Mm -hmm. You know, you may be where you are right now because of something that you said mm. or something that you did not say. Mm. Mm. You understand? Like, you said what? Why? Because you don't spoke that over your life. So, I mean, hey, so life and death are in the power of the tongue. You know, the word, that's what it says. Hmm. What's in your heart is going to come out of your mouth. So what you, you holding, that thing is going to come on out. You're going to spit that thing out. You're going to be coming out. You don't spoke that over your life. You broke, you ain't got no money. Oh, you broke, you ain't got no money. Mm -hmm. Your end's going to be real short. Mm -hmm. You know? It talks about um, your thought process, um, which is major. Your thought process is it's so serious, you know. It's important to be lined up with the Word of God. You know, and it's important to commune with him on a day-to-day -day basis. And it's important to know what he says, the promises that he has made to you. You know, it talks about um, being in the wilderness. Your wilderness is different than mine. Your wilderness is different than mine. Mm -hmm. You know, but God wants to get our attention. He wants that intimate relationship with us. It's very important that he has that intimate relationship with us. Um, There's a chapter in there about keeping your children covered in prayer. It talks about Deuteronomy 27 and 28, uh, blessings and curses. Mm -hmm. um, Visions. Uh, what does it talk about? Healing. How God is a healer. Um, the thirty-nine stripes that they laid on Jesus' back. You know, you can hear what the doctor has to say to you. You can accept it. You know, but no. What does God say? God says, "For by your stripes I am healed." Mm -hmm. So you make that thing personal. For by your stripes Cindy is healed. You know, he bore our sickness, disease, and pain. That means that we don't have it. So everybody who came to him through the books of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John for healing, he healed them. Mm. Yeah. We're not exempt from any of the blessings. You got to know. So when you're in the midst and the throes of that, when, no, God, your word says, and you stand there, you stand on those 39 stripes that they laid on his back almost 2,000 years ago. Hmm. So, so here's my question. So it's like, it's like at a head level, we know these things, right? Mm -hmm. Like we know that we're supposed to say the right things and, and speak life and life and death is in the power of the tongue and yeah. standing on We We know these things. But why is it so hard for us to actually do what we know? I don't know why people don't do it, but I know that I want to live a long, healthy life. Mm -hmm. I know that the enemy does not like family. Mm. I know that God honors family. Mm. So when the enemy is attacking you and your marriage, your relationship, coming at you through your children, whatever, he thinks he's winning. He really thinks he's winning. But you're going to have to want better for yourself. God wants better for us. He wants better for us more so than we want better for ourselves. Yeah. I know that I want better for myself. I know that he doesn't want us to live in lack. I know that he wants us to live in abundance and in overflow. And in all that I do, I want him to get all the glory, everything. Mm -hmm. all the, of all my flaws and imperfections, you want him to say that because this girl is flawed. Yeah. It, it, I just am. We all are, and we're all sinners. So it's a choice. It's free will. Either you want to do right or you don't. It's up to you. You know right from wrong. It's up to you. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I just, I think we, 
we complicate our lives. We complicate our lives when we, we don't have to. Hmm. You know, if God's made you some promises in there, you know, about your future, you know, he knows the plans that he's made for you. Don't you want to know what they are? And, and maybe that's why we, we go through things, you know, a lot of times, especially in my experience, like when you're close to something, mm. that's usually when you're going through a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, because the enemy's going to try to stop, block, and roll, drop, kick you. He's just trying to get you. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a distraction. Mm. He likes to come and he likes to distract you. Right. You know, and some people don't know how to ignore the distraction. I tell my, my, my youth group, um, know how to ignore your distractions. Ignore your distractions. You have to ignore your distractions. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's very difficult. Yep. You have to ignore your distractions the best you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about that? The best, right. you can. best you can. You know, that distraction can be a man. It could be a woman. It could be clubbing. You know, it can be marital issues. Financial. It could be financial issues. It could be distractions on the job. You're not happy. <clears throat> you're worried. You're stressed. It's so many distractions. Mm-hmm. But if you know the word of God, if you know how to pray and trust him, it's, it'll make it so much easier. Hmm. It'll make it so much easier. It'll make it a lot easier. Ignore your distractions. Ignore, okay. Yeah. So what other practical principles from your book do you want to share with our, our listeners or viewers as far as how they can improve their lives? Um, spend more time with God. Spend more time with God. Make that your first conversation of the day. Mm-hmm. Think about a lot of people, I, when they wake up in the morning, what's the first thing they're reaching for? Their phone. <laughs> the, the phone. Mm-hmm. They're checking social media to see what they done missed. You know, just, yeah. Yeah, they, that's what they're doing. And I'm like, that conversation right there, that first conversation, your first conversation in the morning should be with God. It sets your tone for the day. Mm-hmm. It sets your tone for the day. And I don't care what you come up against, because for me, not telling anybody, there's no such thing as a bad day. There might be rough patches in the day, but no bad day. Mm-hmm. You set your tone for the day by communing with him, having that time with him. And it ain't begging him, it's thanking him. Mm-hmm. Because before your feet hit that ground, you need to be waking up with a heart of thankfulness and gratefulness for the simple fact that you woke up, for the simple fact that you have another chance to get it right. Because somebody had to wait for somebody to bring them a, uh, a bedpan or get fed through a feeding tube, mm. or they ain't in their right state of mind, you know, they're disabled. So, you know, wake up with a heart of thankfulness and gratefulness. If you can do that, even if you can't do for yourself, wake up with a heart of thankfulness and gratefulness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's huge. I mean, you look at what's been going on in the news lately yeah. with these sudden passings of people oh, yeah. and, you know, oh, yeah. tomorrow's not promised if you have your loved ones and everybody's healthy. I mean, that's yeah. just that in and of itself. Yeah. Yes, that's true. It's enough to uh, enough to be grateful. So. Yeah. yeah, that's the truth. So, so you've got some big things coming up. I mean, you've got this book tour. That's that's t- talk to us about that. How did this start? You got the seventeen city book tour coming up. Real question, quick question. Do you have to have a book to do a book tour? I, I mean, I'm still working on the book. Can I do it? I'm getting ready for the book book tour. Tell him we'll mentor him once he gets the book written. 
just took a been writing a book and here it is. We'll mentor you after that. Okay, okay. Get okay. that dust. You got to get it first. Yes, okay, then, then I can do the book. It might right. be helpful to yeah. have a book. Right. So I just can't be like, guys, right. it's coming. Right. Right. Go to city to city. It's coming. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's going to be great, but too. You know, but you know that you can just post your cover. Yeah. So this clown probably going to get a cover done. <laughs> and oh, be on the lookout for. One heck of a cover. That's right. No. That's not how it's going to We're going to do it the right way. Trust me. Okay. Your book, too. Yeah. I think you just helped somebody. Somebody <laughs> else was watching, like, I don't have a book. I want to do a tour. Right, right, right. There you go. You there helped him out. I know somebody yeah. was thinking that question. <laughs> I can't with him. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do it with him. That book tour, oh, my God. When I tell you, you know how you don't see things coming? How you just, like, you're here. I was telling you, I was a flight attendant. 2014 up until mm, July 25th. You was a flight attendant? Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'd be I, like, ma'am, please, can you come? I was, I was, I was can, can I get some more peanuts? Place. I was awesome. You were good? Oh, my God. So were you like the one like in the front that would have to come in and announce I everything? did a lot of um, 50 passenger flights hmm. with I'm the only flight attendant. So can you give us like, you know, kind of how it would sound when you would like welcome everyone? Like what would that sound like? First of all. Because I'm an all-day person, my personality really does not change. Okay. And you already told me you be on. What you say? You be on Tencent. All you're the always time. On ten- so, so right, right. You're always on Tencent. Yeah. We just had this conversation. I said it's just me all day long. It's just, it's just me. So if you got a five o'clock in the morning flight with me. I'm like, good morning. How are you? You look at me like what? Like, and I'm like, good morning. How are you? All day long. Like, I'm like that all day long for the simple fact, y'all, that I woke up that morning. Mm. What is, mm. Yeah. What's the simple fact that I woke up? Yeah. yeah. And so when you come in on that plane, I'm the first face you want to see. So guess what? I set that tone. Mm. I set that tone. Yes, indeed. Mm. I don't pray from the front to the back of the plane before they even came up in that joke. <laughs> before they even came up in there. So yeah, I set the tone for that. So so you had, how did you go from, I guess you were a flight attendant. And then you got the idea to write the book. So how do you go from there to doing a 17-city tour? Let me tell you something. I love God's favor. I love God's favor. I walk in it. I walk in it. And when it's your time, it's your time. And you're talking about the seeds. I'm telling you, you, you plant your seeds. You plant it on good soil. Mm-hmm. You water it. You fertilize it. And you just wait for your fruit. You just You just wait. I'm not saying it's not going to be no adversity or, or anything like that because that is inevitable. But you know what? Everything is a process. People want to go from here to here. No, baby. It's a whole process. Mm-hmm. Like that, That's back to your bamboo tree. Yeah. Trust the process. Yeah. yeah. And you have to. So many people don't trust the process. And mm-hmm. why? Because they don't trust God. Mm-hmm. They, they don't trust God. You have to trust God. And you and I were talking about it the other mm-hmm. day. You can love God all day long, but how many people trust him? You got 15 situations over here, but you done gave him how many? Two? I mean, you got 13 over here that you're still dealing with. Hmm. You're not trusting him. Or they landed at the foot of the cross. What, to go back and pick it up? What are you telling me when you go back and pick it up? You don't trust me. Hmm. He's not going to sit here and look at your situation and be like, no, you can deal with this one. I don't want this one. You can deal with this one. I don't want this. That's not how you operate. When you just like God, I surrender. I can't even do this on my own. <laughs> this is my conversation. I don't even want to do it by myself. Mm. I can't. Yeah. Because that's when you're getting stressed, depressed, weary. Our hands are always in. You look like I don't need your hands in. 
the puzzle pieces go inside of the puzzles, not on top of the puzzle. Mm. Mm. So if your puzzles are sitting on top, puzzle pieces are on top of the puzzle, something wrong. Mm. Mm. They're not supposed to be there, supposed to be inside of the puzzle. Yep. I know you want to use that. That puzzle, that was pretty good, right? You yeah. Like, yeah, the puzzle pieces, but you got to make sure you get it right. Don't be, well, the puzzle, if the puzzle's broken into pieces, and you take so You got to go out and get a puzzle, and right? then you... So make sure you right. get the, get the, get oh, it yeah, right. Oh, yeah, my wheel is spinning, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My wheel is spinning on that It can't one. be on top. It's got to be... It's got to be inside yeah. of the puzzle. All right. That, that's, they, they really do. And mm. I told you, you, dog chasing his tail. Mm. Dog chasing his tail, never biting it. But that, but that's not a typical path where you're one minute you're a flight attendant and had no plans to write a book. Next thing you know, you're on a seventeen city you book tour. You got to know when your season is up. Mm-hmm. I quit that job July twenty fifth on the spot. My mindset was to start looking for another job because I didn't like it anyway. I was over it um, uh, um, in November. Start looking for another job. July twenty fifth, I was like, no baby doll today. And when I tell you I put on the spot, I put on the spot. Came home. When I came back to Atlanta, that's when doors just started opening up. Hmm. Like, oh, my God. I was telling you, I said, I sit in my house, like, I'm in my office, like, I make a million dollars. An opportunity just came to you. Just like, ah. Oh. But I had been praying for a team. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And when you're embarking in something new, it's like, okay, it's many days I haven't cried. It's many days after I done been somewhere with the book vending, and I get back in my car, and literally I've cried. What I tell you, you get in the car, I heard the car, but just touch a cup, you know my name. I'm not exempt from him knowing my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he knows my name, and I know his, so I know who to call. So I just, I trust the process. And you're not going to always understand it. Right. You're, you're just not. You're not going to always understand it. So when you don't understand it, because me, this is what I do. God, I don't even understand why I am right now, but I trust you. Mm-hmm. I trust you. You got to encourage yourself. You got to know. You have to encourage yourself. I'm not going to sit here and be like, can you pray for me? I need you to pray for me. Mm-hmm. I need you to pray. Pray for yourself. Mm-hmm. Pray for yourself. I know how to pray for myself and everybody else. Mm-hmm. Everybody else. So no, it's just you gotta know how to encourage yourself. You have to know what God says. You gotta know that the promises that God has made. Because he wants the best for you. Hmm. And you really gotta spend more time with him. I'm telling you, you got to spend more time. I will you would think somebody's standing next to me half the time. I'm having a whole conversation. Mm. I'm not medicated. <laughs> a, whole, a whole conversation I have a whole conversation I'm so serious because I put it out there I put it out there mm. because I know God has made me promises and his promises are yes and amen and he does not lie mm. he does not I'm not going to say you're not going to go with some hurdles, some obstacles but mm. it's part of the process I don't care what it look like I don't care what it feel like <clears throat> Let me tell you something. that dude is always rocking with you mm-hmm He's always rocking with you. And, and you think about things that you stressed about in the past, and it worked out. Yeah. 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 You know, if you look back and you really think about it. It worked out. It's like when we go through the next thing, we it's like, oh, what am I going to do? Again. Yes, yeah. Again. Well, see, you don't want to keep making the same mistakes. My dad used to say, you can make a million mistakes, but you don't keep making the same one. Yeah. So as you grow, as your relationship grows, as you he be, as God becomes your number one guy, you know, as that relationship grows and matures, and you're getting stronger, 
it's like you're gonna know you're gonna your, your, your prayer life is gonna change the way you do things the way you it's, it's gonna change mm-hmm. you know it's, it's just gonna change some days you might be happy some days you might well guess what God is always there mm-hmm. he knows every emotion he knows what's in your heart he, he doesn't ignore your tears even when you crying and you praying and you can't you can't even say a word he knows it all Mm. And then, so you've got other upcoming books. I do. She's excited about the other upcoming books. I do. I have. Um, Can you do me a favor? Hey. Can you do that one more time? Yeah, I did. So, for those of you that are listening to us, you have to know what she just did. She's like spun around in the right, chair. Right, right. Yes, I've got books. No, Eric, don't. Don't don't spend. Only for Cindy. Cindy gets to spend. You gotta stay still like me. I got the bros watching. They can't, right, right, right. They can't right. see me like, spinning. They can't, no, they no. tweet me to holler at you. Yeah, but yeah. you got the podcast. No, that's that's too, right. But that's spinning. Right, the spinning. You got to stop, stop spinning. You got to stop that. Oh, my God. I do. I have two more books that are coming out in the spring. Um, Spiritual Happiness in the Midst of Adversity. Hmm. Um, and Nothing Overrides God's Promises. Spiritual Happiness in the Midst of Adversity is like, <laughs> that's my life right now. So adversity is inevitable. And it used to be like, Oh my God, why me? Oh my God. It's like your whole world is crumbling and adversity is not to send you in a downward spiral. Mm. It's not to punish you. There's growth in adversity. You know, I mean, there's so much growth in adversity. There's things that lie inside of you. Mm. And if you don't go through that adversity, you wouldn't even know that they're there. Mm-hmm. So in the midst of all my adversity, I have birthed books. I'm working on my nonprofit. I have birthed the organization. Um, I'm building another company right now. I have my youth group, you know. So I love a good challenge, and that's what it is. It's, it's a challenge. There's obstacles, but I love a good challenge. And I, as I go through, I'm like, I'm a winner. I'm mm. winning. God, you're going to get the glory in everything that I do. I am winning. Mm. I'm winning. So all that all that. Adversity, but in the midst of your adversity, you have to find a place of happiness. And that, for me, that is knowing the Word of God. Hmm. That is my time with Him, um, my prayer time, just being happy. It's an it's a inner peace. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then comes those distractions. You know, the adversity, the distractions. No, 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 no. I'm not doing all that. I'm not doing all that. I'm not one that walk around looking like what I go through. Hmm. You understand? I, I'm, I'm just not that girl. And um, everybody's broken in some type of way. Like yeah. I said, 5,505 cracks. <laughs> <laughs> you should get right. 10 less cracks this time. Right. Right. Just today. Right, five cracks. Yeah. On top of the many, many other cracks. So, you know, I mean, we're all broken, you know, yep. but God heals, God restores. He restores what the canker worm has stolen. and you know, he it's just 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 trust it. He 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 will heal. God heals, but you gotta allow yourself to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta allow yourself permission to hurt, but mm-hmm. you gotta allow yourself permission to heal. Mm-hmm. You know, and we get in our own way with things. We really so it's like some of us need to be saying, God save me from myself. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. because we do, we get my eyes rolled. I'm sorry. We You're do. just really emotional about being on the oh show. Oh my God! I mean, so, you know, the state or the state. <laughs> I'm excited about being here. Yeah, I'm so, excited about having. I 
Absolutely. <laughs> so no, so just um, so that's one of the books. Um, and just you know, just talking about it, just and the important thing about the the adversity, how do you handle it? Yep. How do you handle it? I want to see how you want to handle it. Again, I don't need your hand. How are you going to handle it? You're going to sit in a depression. You're going to be mad. You're going to go on a downward spiral. Mm. What are you going to do? How are you going to handle it? Are you going to trust me? Because you already knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was already just, yeah. Because your storyline has already been written. Mm. Already been written. The God isn't like, <gasps> I didn't see that coming. He ain't in awe. He's not in awe <laughs> right. about that. He's right. like, all right, I'm you the one blown by it. But it's, it is, in, it's, you know, in, in that book it talks about, because my mother was killed. Um, and my aunt, they were on vacation. So it talks about that chapter is actually called mm. like "Why Me?" But I never asked myself why me. And mm. I, I never, I never asked myself about, well, why did you? T-? I never, I never did. And I think I handled that situation like I never forget when I came back from Virginia Beach because that's where she was killed at, and the house was full of people. And they're like, you know how people are. How are you? I said, I'm fine. How are you? Yeah. You know, I'm mm-hmm. fine. How are you? And everything. So, but there's things that make you stronger. Right. You know, it's just, it, it just things just make me strong. And then when my dad died in 2014, you know, things make you strong. I've seen so many people close their eyes in front of me. Like, how do you watch somebody close their eyes? I can watch them close their eyes as I'm rubbing their feet and as I'm singing to them. Hmm. I mean, everybody has an entry and exit date. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Okay, well, I'm sure that encourages somebody that's listening that's kind of yeah. going through different yeah. things. And, and we had said, we talked about it earlier. A lot of times you think you're the only one that's going and through. You're and you're, but see, yeah. God brings you out. It is not for you, it's for somebody <clears throat> else. Yes. It's for somebody else. It's not for you. And there's a lesson in everything that we go through. It's up to you to learn a lesson. The other book is Nothing Overrides God's Promises. So, with that, no problems are going to override God's promises. Mm-hmm. No sickness is going to override God's promises. No financial issue is going to override God's promises. There's nothing that overrides God's promises. That's for addiction. Because God has God has made promises to us for our future. I mean, just promises. Everything that we go through, I mean, you know the promises that God has made. I will never leave you nor forsake you. By your stripes, you are healed. There's no respect to person. So if he done healed that person over there, that person over there, guess what? You, you're not exempt from that. He's not a liar. I can sit here and say, I, I, you know, I'm going to do this or that for you, or you know, I'm going to help you with this. Lying. <laughs> yeah. Lying. And he, he just does not lie. So it's important that we stand on the promises that he made until it manifests. It's very important that we do that. Got to trust the process. You have to trust the whole. And but again, you might not understand it, and you might not understand it till later. Mm-hmm. Sometimes he just wants you to trust it. I'll reveal the rest to you later. That's where faith comes in. Ah, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely. So you've all you founded the Still in One Peace Foundation. Oh my God! With everything that I've gone through and. Just still, I'm still standing. I'm standing in one piece, peace, P-E-A-C-E. So I got my peace, my inner peace. I'm just, you got to be peaceful and stuff. You know, and when you're going through stuff, people don't know how to say peace, be still. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. I say peace, be still. I'm mm-hmm. so serious. Just, just peace, be still. The, the turbulence that goes on within you, surrounding you. It's like, God, you know, I need you to calm these storms. 
I need you to calm these storms. Hmm. Peace be still. So, so I mean, what's the mission of the foundation, and who do you help? And okay, so I like, and I think this is just for me. It's like a highlight because I love helping people. I love just being a blessing. That's why I'm like, God, I need you to get all the glory. So therefore, it's important for me to be in a position to be able to help countless people. As far as food drives, um, clothes drives, Christmas trees, filling backpacks, you know, for kids, uh, inner city, wherever. And I'm, I'm not a stationary person, clearly, because I was a flight attendant. So I like doing stuff from city to city, like literally. Mm-hmm. So if y'all got some clothes y'all want to give away, you know, for the clothes drive, y'all want to welcome to. Okay. You know. So, um, but that that is, that is, it's just like, just having peace in, in, in everything that you go through. Some people do not have peace. Some people never have peace in their life. Mm-hmm. And that peace can only come from one place. One place. Mm-hmm. But some people, a lot of people bring all that negativity. Some people just live like that. They're not happy unless they have all that going on. Mm-hmm. You know, I am in a place in my life, I want peace. Mm-hmm. I want joy. I want to be happy. And I am. And your happiness actually starts with you. Mm-hmm. It's nobody else's job to make you happy. Like in a marriage, it's your, you got to be happy with yourself. Anything else is an addict. Mm-hmm. When I realized that, I was like, I was not just, no, I got to be happy with myself. I got to look at myself in the mirror and love myself see myself the way God sees me and knows what he says about me. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm his daughter. I have nothing but royal blood running through my veins. For sure. Yeah. So then you started the Godly Chicks Youth Group. Oh my God. Those are my babies. <laughs> okay. I've had them for about four or five years and um, I actually came to Fredericksburg. Um, my best friend, Minister Sonia Lewis, she um she wanted me to come down there, and I told you I had started an etiquette business. Um, so this is, she was like, it was a two-week life skills class, and I'm like, went, came up here for two, two weeks, and I've had them babies ever since. Mm-hmm. All of my girls now are in, um, all my girls now are in college um, and everything, and um, I'm Mama Cindy, and it's like, you know, it's, I want to work for the, um, and turn it into a nonprofit because for me, I'm not going to let them go without. So if somebody's saying, Ma, um, I'm short on my car note, it's coming out of my pocket. Ma, I'm short on my car insurance, it's coming out of my pocket. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear anybody say, I can't go back to school this semester because I don't have my book money. I, I can't do that. Because I don't rock with y'all all this time, and you don't rock with me all this time. We're going to get through this thing together. We do our short-term goals together. I don't do anything. I don't tell them to do anything that I don't do. So we do our short-term goals together. We have our phone conferences. Um, we get ready for our uh, spring, summer um, hangout. You know, go up here, get an Airbnb, and just hang out and tear up DMV, you know. So all my girls are, most of them up here in Virginia. I have one in Georgia, and I have one in college in um, North Carolina. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you just got you have a lot going on. You're still in One Piece Foundation. Yeah. Got chicks, youth group. Yeah, you got the books coming out. Seventeen oh. city. Seven city. Tour. Seventeen city tour, making it happen. Yeah. So, so we always like to find out like what our guest's normal day 
is like? Like, start from what time you normally get up and just kind of walk us through the first couple hours of your I usually your wake up about 6-something, about 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, um, have my time with God. Um, I normally have a phone conference in the morning with a um, young lady over my team. Um, they may fix me some breakfast, I may not. When I tell you, I sit in my house, in my office, and I literally work all day long. Hmm. I work all day long. I, I could literally be in my house for days and don't go anywhere. Wow. Yeah. Days and don't go anywhere. So what are you spending most of your time? Like writing books, writing the next book? or book. Um, we had to find venues. I, mean, I have an amazing team, so they were finding venues um, for book tour is coming up and God really gave a lot of favor with that um, they have me outside of the book tour there are a lot of um, events that I'm at either speaking or panelists mm -hmm. so it's like Bermuda, Virgin Islands um, Miami York, I don't know Canada, there's a bunch of different places I don't know but um, hmm. look, I don't know <laughs> Wow. So they're in the process of getting my 2020 schedule. So I say all that to say, right now for me, it's preparation time. Mm -hmm. And and I can look, it's like, you know what, does God have me? If God doesn't have me on pause, you have to know how to use your time wisely. Mm -hmm. So this is, because I know this is preparation time for me, I'm preparing for everything that I have coming up. Because God does all things well. Excellent. So guess what? I'm his daughter, so I'm going to have to do my best to do the same thing. Okay. So it's preparation time for me. Mm-hmm. That's, that's literally what I do. I just, I work all day. And, and then when I need to take a nap, I take a nap. And I might wake up at, when I might, the other day I picked up my computer about 1 in the morning. It was up to like 4 something on my computer working again. And then wow. right back up at 6 something, 7. Hmm. I mean, that's the advantage of being home. Right. I don't have a bad time. Take a nap, get right, back at it. Take a nap, get back at it. So, no, that, that, that right there is, um, and then sometimes I find I have to change locations to, because I'm like, I'm used to moving. So I have to change locations. I say, I need a different scenery. And I'm like, I have a place. Go somewhere and work some more. All right. So how can people best connect with you to get copies of your book? Okay. Find out about your foundation. Okay, so um, the book, Standing on the Word of God, Not My Stilettos, is on Amazon. Mm -hmm. And you can find it on Amazon. Uh, the other books, when they come out in the spring, will also be on Amazon. I am on IG. Um, I am Cindy Isler. I am C-I-N-D-Y-I-S-L-E-R. And then on Facebook is Cindy Collins hyphen Isler, I-S-L-E-R. And um, what was my website? I forget. Got <laughs> my website was up, but um, yeah. But all my information, you can always reach me through social media. You can always reach me through social media. Send me a message, whatever. Um, I do speaking engagements. Um, I just want everybody to win. Mm -hmm. I, I do. I want everybody to win. I'm not that one that just. No, I want everybody. Not telling anybody. What's it? Jacqueline Carr. Everything attached to me wins. Mm. Everything attached.
attached to me wins. Mm. So I want I want everybody to win. That's great. Yeah. I want everybody to win. Mm-hmm. So Cindy is always like this, but <laughs> but the thing is, her tone is a little like I'm like because if if I call her, she calls me, and I'm like, hey, no, no, why are you not sounding? You sound so dry. And this this real reserved Cindy that like are you tired. I mean, anytime you get me on the phone, you want me to be on a hundred. Today, you like. I have been at Auntie's house all day long. No TV on. No nothing. Literally. Same thing Saturday when I saw you. Yeah. No TV on. No nothing. I was in the house from Friday afternoon till yesterday morning when I went to church. I'm good. Mm. I'm I'm so good. You can't get stuff done when you got so much clutter going on. Mm. And it's like that spiritual clutter. It's like you picking up other people's waste that's not yours and sometimes you got to shut the world out. You know what I'm saying? You have to like remove yourself from things sometimes because you're going to miss what God has to say to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to miss what he has to say to me because he got a lot of stuff for me to do. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not trying to drop the ball. So I probably am a little... Um, in, in tone today. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how I was just listening to because it's always like, Ted, you got to be on 100. <laughs> this is how we had a conversation the other day. Cindy, you're always on 10. I mean, oh my God, you're just I'm like. Well, because she calls me and I'm just, hey, and I'm like, hey, you know, good evening. You sound so dry. Why yeah. do you sound so dry? And I tell really? don't do that to me. Don't do that to me. I don't like that. Do not do that to me. So I got to be up here. So right. now today she's like, so last night, here you go. Sub Cindy. <laughs> right, right, because right, I, I, I can't, but I can't be all professional. Right, right. Sub Cindy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm used to it now, but I'm like, I don't like it. I'm too laid back. <laughs> I'm too laid back, but that's my guy. All right. It's family. It's family. That's right. That's right. <laughs> well, no, I mean, your your discipline and your, your work looks like it's paying off for sure. Yes. Bamboo tree. Mm-hmm. Plant the seeds, I'm trying to tell you. Watering it, fertilizing it, trusting it. Yeah. Trust the process. Trust the process. Okay. I have, to. I have to. I'm excited about what God has. And I might not even know all that he has, but I'm excited. Okay. So we're about to go around the horn. This is that opportunity where we leave our followers with that final thought. Cindy, what do you have to say to the good people? I want to tell the good people that procrastination will cause you to miss what God has for you in this season. Oh, there's some, mm-hmm. oh, there's some collaboration. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. Cindy's right on track. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, procrastination will cause you to miss what, you, what he has for you in this season. Absolutely. God has deposited greatness in each one of us and so many people leave this world without birthing what God has put inside of them because fear has paralyzed them stop yawning mm. I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long day for me too fear has paralyzed them I don't know where to start I'm too old no the word of God tells you I don't give you a spirit of fear but a power of love and a sound mind right you know so I'm going to say to whoever's listening to me I don't know you you don't know me, but you can get to know me through social media. I'm very transparent. It's time to go from conception to parenthood. So whatever God has put inside mm. of you, you need to birth it. Mm. 
I have my two children, love them to pieces. Did I like being pregnant? No. But guess what? Imagine when God impregnates you with something, he's trusting you with something, so with him trusting you with something, it's up to you to birth it. I can't imagine being pregnant the rest of my life. Oh, my God. That's uncomfortable. I can't imagine. Yeah. So God, you know, he's put things in you, and people need what you have, whether you believe it or not, because everybody needs something. Mm-hmm. So... I'm telling you, it's time to push. It's time for some labor pains. It's time for some stretch marks. It's time. Mm. It's time. Gotta bring it forth. Let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Let's go. It's our winning season. Let's go. We gotta win. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Mm. Ted? How do I follow that? It's a tough, it's a tough <laughs> act to follow now. Like how, how, how do I follow that? Ditto. <laughs> what she said. What her, what her said over here. Yeah. No. <clears throat> I mean, he just said so much. Uh, I think the whole thing around that, not ignoring your distractions. Well, ignoring your distractions. I think that's a ma- that's a major thing. Not ignoring is what I think I tend to do, but ignoring your distractions. Mm-hmm. Right. There's so many things around that are trying to get in the way of Absolutely. of uh, you know what God has for you. And so being able to, you know, ignore those distractions, then, you, you know, then the growth and adversity, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's, it's easy to, you know, to, you know, those that are, <clears throat> you know, uh, Christian right. to, to be, you know, so happy-go-lucky when right. everything is going right, right for you, right. right? But when you're dealing with adversity and then you're forced to, to really <laughs> trust, it's quite, sort of like when, you know, you... Uh, You'll see people sometimes, and I guess a good uh, illustration is when you'll see someone that just kind of, they do this thing when they kind of lean back and you got to count on someone right. to, to catch you. Yeah. Right. And there's got to be a lot of trust, yeah. you know, for somebody, for you to expect that person behind you to catch you. Yeah. Like, you're just not going to let somebody off the street, right. Right. you know, be the one right. behind you. It's got to be someone that you really trust, <clears throat> someone that's been there for you, that you have a relationship with, right. that you're going to. You're gonna, you like that, didn't you? That's deep. Because you thought putting me behind, and I wasn't gonna be able to come Stop with it. So, yeah. But you gotta be able to trust, right? And especially in that time of adversity, and we all have had those those times, or having mm-hmm. those times right now. And so it sounds like, you know, the book which I will read, not in stilettos, but I will, but I will read the, the book. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad to know you won't be wearing yeah. stilettos. Today. I will not that's stilettos, but that, I will that's read good the to book. know. Right, because I think it's going to be some some helpful <coughs> nuggets in there for, for everyone. So, thank you. Anytime. Thank you for having that's, me. That's, that's my, my homegirl. So. That's your homegirl? Homegrown. All right. Don't get a twist. So, so, when I look at the Around the Horn piece, you know how we, we go through things in life. You go through adversities. Yeah. And it's easy to ask that question, why me? Mm. Why is this happening to me? Yeah. Well, I think today we, we've answered that question. Because a lot of times you can't be as effective doing your thing unless you've experienced it. Yeah. I mean, look, look the book. So can you write a book about standing on the Word of God unless you had to? Yeah. Right. Had to stand on yeah. it. Right. Had to experience it. Your, your message is different if you've actually been there, done that, experienced it. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of different things we go through on our job or we, we don't understand why it's happening. Yeah. Right. But then later you meet somebody, you're able to help. Yeah. 
that you would not have been able to had you not gone through that thing you went through. That's right. Because people think they're going through that thing by themselves. Right. And and they're really not. They're, they're not. Somebody else is going through it. But if you don't been through it, and you can empower and encourage that person to let them know I've gone through that already. And Absolutely. It, it, you're helping somebody. So, you know, adversities are like being in a classroom. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's like, that's where you're going to learn. That's your lessons. And prayerfully you'll get out of it what you're supposed to learn mm-hmm. and you can push through whatever it is you're supposed to get through but the thing is you got to see yourself through it because God is just as much God in the valley as he is on top of that mountain some mm-hmm. people only see him when he's on the top of that mountain no he's he's right there too mm-hmm. he's right there too no matter no matter what mm-hmm. if he's telling you to go right go straight and go left that's on you if you're going the opposite direction so it's very important that we be as obedient as possible to what God is calling us to do. Yeah. And sure. Then, and then know that you're that you're built for this. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Because and when you go through that fight, as I said, you're gonna be more pliable, more durable, you're gonna be more teachable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you might have some cracks. Because but you know what the bottom line is after I did that pottery class and I got to Florida, I flew to Florida, when I took my pottery out of the bag, my pottery one had broke. I was crushed. But then I'm like, that's us. We're mm. broken. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Once I got that big piece, I wasn't mad that it broke no more. But, mm. you know, it's, it's just life. It is just life. And get closer to God, y'all. Talk. Spend time with him. Make that your number one guy in your life. Mm. He's the only one that's not going to leave you. Mm. All right. This has been a fantastic episode of the 30-Minute Hour Podcast. Should have had the organ. It was a sermon. <laughs> the doors are open. That's right. Tell you, right. Right. Benediction. That's right. But now, this, this has been a, an awesome episode. I know our, our followers have been helped by the message. Yeah, and they may be growing that bamboo tree, but in yeah. due season, yeah. it's going to bear fruit. It has to. Yeah. And you think, but it's impossible yeah. for you to plant the right seed in the right soil and give it the right care and not produce what it's supposed to produce right, right? Yeah. it's impossible did you give a shout out to your, your auntie that you know this here I love you and thank you for supporting me and just being there and rocking with me all the time you got the thumbs up from my auntie I, got right. the thumbs I appreciate up. her she knows she might that's auntie my girl proud. I love her auntie don't want to come get on camera come here <laughs> auntie, auntie don't want to get on camera really should we turn the camera around to Auntie? <laughs> <laughs> Auntie's like, don't do it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, again, we're Not Your Everyday Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube. You can go to iTunes. All you need to do is type in the 30-minute hour onto the search bar, and there you will find us. Until next time. Have a great one. Good job. You have fun.